What's up, shitheads? It's Lex and Liv. Welcome back to Let's Talk Shit with Us, episode five. It's your girls. We got a little deep on that last app. Yeah, very vulnerable. You were very vulnerable. with you guys. So this episode, we are kind of over talking about relationships. It was yeah. We're gonna give you guys a break. Yeah, <laughs> with our drama, it was a lot of reflection. Um, so this episode, we are kind of gonna just discuss adulting because I don't think it's discussed enough. Like people really don't talk about this enough. Like, like I, does the does the world just like oh everyone just like knows what to do. No one knows what the fuck to do. But, like, why are we talking about it? Nobody like, knows what's going on. Why don't we have a college class? I was literally thinking about this in the shower, and I'm like, why isn't there a college class about adulting? So like, we can how do there little- are taxes and shit? So we can be their little robots in middle class and just be teachers and nurses. Yeah, really. <laughs> and we're doing it. <laughs> literally. Well, you got out of the system a little bit. Yeah, but corporate America is a little difficult to be in as well. Yeah. We're good from home. Must be tough. Um, anyways, I do agree that at 30, when I was younger, I looked back and I was like, man, they just, they have their shit together. I want to be like them. I think I have less of my shit together. I am a lost puppy. I have no idea what's going on. And I feel stupid because I'm like, mom, what do I do? Like, how, how do people just know what to do? Like, okay. I have had like the week from hell. With my insurance company because I hate dealing with insurance. I, this is like the bane of my existence. And like, okay. So every three months I have to order supplies for my insulin pump. So this year, my job like switched insurance companies in the new year. So 2023. So in January, I had to do all this stuff already. So I'm like in January called my supply company was like, yeah, I switched my insurance. Like, here's my new information. Here's like the stuff for my doctor, like my scripts and everything, whatever. So that was a pain in the ass. And I'm like, well, at least I'm done. Like now they have all my shit together. So after three months I have to reorder it. And now I'm ordering like a different piece to my pump. Like they're separate pieces. So I'm calling them and I'm like, yeah, it's been a week and this order hasn't gone through and this piece is expiring. And they're like, Oh yeah, it's on hold. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like I just paid you my deductible of 300 fucking dollars. Like, why is this on hold? And they're like, Oh, we're waiting on a script from your doctor. I'm like, okay. So I email my doctor. I'm like, Hey, they're waiting on this script. Like what's going on? She's like, Oh, I sent that script in yesterday. So I call them back. She sent the script in yesterday. They're like, oh, she forgot to sign it. I'm like, oh my God. And I'n like, can you guys call her? Like, isn't this part of like your you job? You're the middleman to your yeah. insulin, which is to, a medication that you need to live. Right. And it's like, why am I the middleman between my insurance company, my supply company, and my fucking doctor? Like, what am I paying you all this money for? They're lazy. I'm like, what is your job description for real? So then all that gets handled and they're like, yeah, so it's still on hold. And I'm like, but why? They're like, let me transfer you to the, a manager. They're like, oh yeah, I don't know. Let me transfer you to pharmaceutical. So pharmaceutical's like, oh yeah, so since your insur- insurance 
switched. They don't cover this part under medical. They cover it under pharmaceutical. So your deductible doesn't cover this. So it'll be an extra 250 bucks every three months. But they're like, oh, that's a steal though. Cause usually this is like a $1,200 piece. And I'm like, I just paid like 350 for my deductible. And now I have to pay another 250 every three months for this supplies when it was completely covered last year. So, but it took me three days to get to this point. And they're like, okay, yeah, like now, like, just give us a credit card and we can put it through and then we'll send you a confirmation. I was on the phone <clears> for literally three hours one day. Oh, phone three call? hours. And I'm phone like, call resolutions get me. But I'm like, going. I don't mean to be like, by the end, I was like yelling at these people and I'm like, I'm sorry, I've been on the phone for three fucking hours and you guys just keep passing me off to someone else that doesn't know anything about the situation. Yeah, it's nobody knows. But every time I make a call like this, nobody knows what the fuck. Yeah. So even when they were like, oh, it's covered on, it's like, ew your insurance goes through under pharmaceutical, but, and I was like, but I already paid the deductible. Why am I paying $250? And they're like, Oh, you should talk, you should call your insurance and see. So then I had to call my insurance again. Like after I figured out what it was, I still had to call 15 other people to figure out why I was still paying. If I already paid my deductible, like it was so fucking annoying. And they're describing it to me. Like, I know what they're talking about. I'm like, I don't know what this means. Like, I need you to break just send this me out. My fucking supplies. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I fucking got life. it today. I'm like, my god, that took two weeks. No, I hate dealing with insurance, and I don't know if any of you guys have um, this has happened to you, but I got a new health insurance with my new company, and I my deductible was like twenty three hundred dollars. And so I called them and I'm like, I didn't realize I get paid monthly. I thought I got paid bi-weekly. So I, you know, I calculated everything wrong. And they're like, oh, well, you're outside the 30-day 30 30 window, so you can't change your insurance. But, you know, $2,300, you'll go through quick. And I'm, well, yeah, I'm, might, grateful. It's like- I'm grateful for my health. I have great health. And I usually don't really go to the doctors, you know, just for, like, you know, my primary care and, like, the gynecologist, whatever, for my yearly checkups. But, like, what am I spending $2,300 on? Like, I will That's never make that deductible. Like, what if you... Yeah, my deductible is only 300 Like, my therapy sessions, I'm, I'm thinking, here's me trying to better my mental health. They're $100 a session. Well, you're lucky if your insurance even fucking covers therapy. I saw this TikTok. It only um, covers 20%, right? I'm paying 80% yeah. of the session until my deductible's met, which it Shut will up. not be met. Yeah. No, you, you won't need that in a year. My pharmaceutical one is like 1500 and e- even just doing the math with my supplies, I'm like, I won't even hit that. So every year I'm, ba- I'm paying like oh, a little under 1500 but I'll never get to my deductible. You, and you have like supplies you're getting. Right. Quarterly. Right. Like, but at least next year you can change it. Oh yeah. I'm going to, yeah. Yeah. Definitely going to change my health insurance. It's just, there's no guidelines if you do not have any type of support or knowledgeable people in your circle or, you know, as mentors, how are you really supposed to know this? But, you know, you can also do your own research, but it's, they make it almost like you'll fall right into traps. Yeah. Like the system is just totally. Or you have to pay for those people that like help you. Yes, exactly. You're like, oh, you want to do this retirement plan? You have to pay these people to, like, figure out what you want. Like, even doing my taxes, I'm like, I want to do my taxes by myself. And I thought there was, like, a thing on TurboTax where you could file them for, like, for free on your own. A lot of people do that, but I, I got a – when I started travel nursing, I mean, I had multiple W-2s, and I, it was just getting sketchy yeah. because as a travel nurse, I was – 
taxed in multiple states. So I ended up just getting an accountant because I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. Well, yeah. Well, my brother-in-law used to do it because there was a point, one point in time where I had worked in Pittsburgh, Maryland, like DC and Virginia all in one year or like Pittsburgh, Maryland and DC all in one year. And he was like, what the fuck are we doing? No, because I think every fine. Okay. So we kind of asked you guys like what, you know, what you hated most about adulting. And I think a lot of the answers were surrounded by finances. Yeah, almost everyone said And I do answers. think that is a lack of education we are not given based on that. Like, do you know how many people's credit scores are just, like, fucked because they just don't know what they're doing? Right. And, like, don't know what affects credit scores. And I'm just... And it's just, like, aside from that, money is just so fucking stressful. Everything surrounded I by think money about it every day. Stress. Yeah, I think about it all the time. It's gotten to a point where I was driving to, I like took Ty on a date night last night just to get him out of the house. And I was like, oh, we'll go to Baltimore. And I'm like, well, that's 45 minutes. I just filled up my gas tank. Like, that means I'm, yeah, like I'm never worried about gas before. And now I'm like, well, that's another like $60 of gas. Like, I'm going to have to fill up next week, like with all this driving around. No, I think I think about it when I go grocery shopping now. I'm just like, okay, oh my god, you only need two sweet potatoes. Like, I'm yeah, actually I'm rationing. Exact, yeah, my I'm food. literally rationing my food. Like, I'm you like, only need one snack. You gotta house. make it. You gotta make it work. I'm like, okay, for the just, week. just get the dark chocolate bananas. That's all you need. Like, <laughs> that's your little cheat. That's it. I try to ration my food. Literally. But to, going back to credit scores, um, one of the things about adulting that I hated the most was like dealing with cars. Because remember in Miami when um, you have the worst I have the worst luck, luck with but cars. so guys, my car got stolen when I was in uh, Fort Lauderdale. The first year I moved there, it was my first day going to work. My car was stolen out of my parking lot. And if you do not have gap insurance and you have a leased car, you technically owe that money to that company, which mine was Honda at the time. And FYI, Honda is the number one stolen car. Really, the parts resell the best, but. I didn't have gap insurance, so I technically owed Honda like twenty thousand dollars. <gasps> yeah, and so obviously I was twenty three years old. What gap insurance, insurance covers if you like something like that happens and you have a lease, they will pay the rest off to the company. So since I didn't have gap, that was on me. So it showed up as a repose on my credit score. So. And the only reason I found found that out was because I had two Mercedes, and when I was getting my second one, they were like, "It shows as a repose." on your credit. So that was a huge lesson for me, like in adulting, because how would I have ever known what gap insurance I was? Have no idea. I had no fucking clue. Or it'd be so like, my credit score was like 580, like right, right from the get go when I was down there. And it was so hard to bring it up. Like it's taken forever. Yeah. Just because of not having gap insurance and my right. car getting stolen. Even getting an offender bender, like skyrockets your insurance. <laughs> No, I know. And then they only pay for a rental, like for a certain, either a percentage or a certain amount of time. Oh, Anna made a good point. She said about going to the DMV. I think that is literally on my top, top three least favorite adulting activities. I haven't gone to the DMV in years. I thought I lost my ID the other day, but I was just drunk and put it in a different place. And I couldn't fathom going no. to the DMV. I was like, I have to find my license. I still have my license from like when I turned 21. Guys, Libby is so illegal. She's Stop. We're not going to talk about it on this public platform. 
oh yeah, what are your listeners going to tell the, <laughs> the police on you? God forbid. I'm She's not talking. Stop. We're not talking about it. Okay. I will just say, I like my license picture. Another reason why I'm not renewing my license, like I'm keeping my license, is because my license picture is so good. Yeah, you do. You do have model status in that. Like picture. my like. My jaw, my chin is snatched to the gods. No, it's a, it's a really good. It's thing. a really good picture, but I have to get a new one. This or I think in like two years. Oh I would God. say another another thing I hate about adulting was in finances is just having the responsibility to just pay all of your bills on time. Remember all your bills. <gasps> If you don't pay one, or, your credit no, no, no. score goes down. The worst is when you have automatic payments set and then your card expires and you're like, oh, I have to, I don't even remember what I have automatic pay. Like I have to go through all of these and make sure to call and reset my card for automatic pay. No. And we were calculating our bills. Me, like one day me and Anna were just like on the phone, like bullshitting. And we like, she makes a good amount of money. Like we all make a decent amount of money and we calculated just basic bills. We didn't, we didn't put in going out to dinner or like, sh- you know, maybe buying an outfit, etc. Yeah. We could only save $800 a month. 800? Oh, I'm like lucky if I save that. <laughs> but I'm like, how, I don't, how can people, how do buy people save money? So the only way that people are buying property is if they have family that is willing to put up money for them. I mean, at this point, yeah, that, like you have to kind of be in a lucky well, situation. even that I don't know shit about fuck about that. Right. Like, I don't get it. But- I don't know anything about anything. And like, if I could have, um, if it were up to me, I would have just stayed renting. Like looking back now, I'm like, I have, I literally, we bought this apartment, we bought this condo. Not even two months later, it floods. It fucking floods. Like, okay, so there's that. So now I'm on the second floor. Thank God I wasn't on, like, the sixth. You would have ruined people's life. So I flood literally the person below me, the person next to me. Like, we flooded the, um, what's it called? Lobby. Whatever. I had to get all my floors ripped up. Katie's working night shift. They're, like, keeping her up during the day. To be fair, the floors were literally like I just had cement floors for what, like six months. It felt forever. It felt like forever. Like I couldn't, and then I'm like avoiding everything. I'm like I'm not looking. Like I, it took me forever to get a new or forever to look at floors and finally pick a floor out. So long that my apartment flooded a second time. Because of the fucking washing machine. I thought you were going to have a I thought like, nervous I was gonna, breakdown. I was ready to end was it scared. all. Like, I was like, I want to sell this house. Like, this has bad juju. We literally fucking shit sage the shit out of this place. Like, once I broke up with Pinocchio, we were like, sage this bitch down. We need some Palo Santos in here. And I was like, all our problems are solved. Well, and you know what? I think that that was a big life life lesson for you in adulting is always get an an inspection on your house. Oh, never, never. Do not ever skip an inspection. Yeah, because they basically offered a lower price because they were willing to go without inspection. Right. And I mean, like, this location is insane, but, like, not worth it. 
not worth it. And if I was running, I would have had a landlord to deal with all this shit that I and like. It was just so stressful. So coming from like a young professional owning property, you don't feel like no. You, I just you don't get, the get it. This sounds like this probably sounds like ignorant to some people, but I'm just like, what's the point? I think I don't owning property it. is. I, I get that it can be an investment and it can you know. It's an, a way to make passive income. Yeah. Like to this get will, to the point where right, you're not stressing about the property. Yeah, this will eventually be passive income for me, which like my parents helped me with it. So like, I'm grateful for them, but like what, like other than that, it's like, you do not need to buy a home to like that, like validate your relationship, your like status. I think it's all societal pressure. Like back in the day, it was like you had to own property for society, for society status. Like if you didn't own property, you were like looked down upon. You know what I, no, I mean? I, no, like back I just then feel it was like, like you own a car. Back then you had house. to own something. Like now it's like, do we need to? And people are like, you're just throwing your money away with rent. And I'm like, well, I feel like I'm throwing my money away with this fucking mortgage because it's like, I'm not going to live here forever. Yeah. And I mean, they look at it as an equity, but I'm just thinking like when, yeah, I, but, when I rent, I love it because guess what? Oh my, my washer. God, everyone's taking care of me. I, like when something breaks, just call maintenance. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like my washer breaks, I guess I get a whole new one. Yeah. Like, and oh, I don't have to pay anything. That's what happened with me and Ann Morgan. Our washer stopped working. Brand new washer just arrived like the next day versus me having to go shop for a washer it cost me a thousand dollars and then the fridge breaks and then i need new flooring and then constantly updating and renovating no it's exhausting i don't get excited about that like no now i'm stressed out living in my own home like i'm like this looks weird should i get it checked out well and i just i i'm not a person that's like let's renovate our kitchen like that does not that stresses me out and i would look at these like sometimes you know like Sometimes like houses will pop up and you're like looking through the pictures yeah. on like Instagram or Zillow or whatever. I'm like looking at them. I'm like, I wouldn't buy this. Like I need my house to be like fully new and renovated. Well, my I'm like, Oh, this home looks beautiful, but like I'd have to redo the kitchen and all this shit. Like I just want it there. I have, I'm not creative. I don't see it. If it's not there, I don't want to renovate shit. I like decorating, but I don't like renovating. No. I love decorating and creating a vibe, but like, uh, my friend that's a realtor in Pittsburgh, she was showing properties and they were like $390,000 apartments, like orange carpet no. from the sixties. And I'm like, no, there's no fucking way. But that's what I mean. Like the only people buying that shit are people that are going to flip it. Well, exactly. Yeah. And I don't have money to fucking flip no. property. I just want to live somewhere and not fucking stress about it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I really don't. I mean, obviously I made a big decision of being an adult now, but I really don't really think I want to own property. I'm sure I will. Yeah. I mean, like if I have a family and like, I think it makes sense then, but like a single person, like what's the point? And that's even the thing we're talking about. Like you saying you have like to have a family. I, when I was at the hair salon today, guys, I got some highlights, so no one can tell me shit today. Yeah. What's better than going to the hair salon? Nothing. All your problems go away. And all your confidence is, like, restored. I'm not thinking of no man right now. What man? Exactly. Um, so we were talking, and basically she was talking about her brother having one kid, and they don't want another kid because it's too expensive. It's like, 
How can, so I, how can I fucking afford to bring life into this world? That's what I'm how saying. How are you guys doing it? That's what I'm saying. I saw this was back in like you're not buying yourself new underwear. I don't believe no. that. Like, this was in like 2018. They're like, you'll spend a million dollars on a child by the time they turn 18. How? But now with inflation, absolutely. Like the fuck. In not. 2023, it's probably like close to two. I I can't afford myself. No. Let alone a newborn fucking baby that I want to buy everything for. Oh yeah. Like I think my shopping addiction is bad for myself. Wait till I have a child. I'm buying new clothes all the time. And like tie with a child. Oh my God. He's going to go insane. And I think I would have to work part time if I had a child. Like there's no way I'm coming home from work from a stressful, exhausting day. And then I have to entertain this child. Yeah. That'd be ideal. Just like entertaining a child seems exhausting. <laughs> like playing? I, think I don't know how to playing? play with a kid. No, me neither. Wait, I saw it. <laughs> but what? I don't think kids know how to play either. My, <laughs> I saw this TikTok. I either sent it to my sister or she sent it to me. It's like this girl videotaping these like middle schoolers that are like in their yard. And she's like, you guys, I think like their guardian just like sent them outside and was like, go play outside. One guy's like flicking like a tree of a book, the branch of a bush. The other kid's like making up a dance, like by, like freestyle dancing. The other one's just like kicking rocks. She's like, I literally don't think kids know how to play outside. I'm like, yeah, they probably don't. I'll have to post it on the and that Instagram. Is, that was such a part. I like. I don't think kids now do, but back then, kickball outside was my jam. Oh my god, we used to go to Katie Schaefer's house and play. Um, kick the can yeah like every weekend that's what and, we did on and the that weekends. was what a lot of people said was about adulting like using that losing the youthfulness and oh just my, like playfulness so, yeah like i never i didn't worry about shit like i, just I was, was just saying like, we had blue freeze pops left after kickball like right. that is all I or wanted. making like hot chocolate after sun riding oh my yeah with the marshmallows they had to have the marshmallows yeah. we on used top. to do hot chocolate and toast we used to like dip our butter oh toast into the hot chocolate I love toast i love toast i could literally live off toast i think we, my grandma mancini's toast oh mancini's toast mancini's. all my pittsburgh people oh my god nothing like and like piece. that like malta grain that has like nuts and like crunchy stuff in in the toast yes give me some crunch yeah my grandma used to make it we used to call it nana's toast what did she do to it to make it? Nothing. She just put it in the toaster. But, like, we had fucking Wonder Bread. She had this, like, fancy, crunchy, yummy bread. <laughs> we were like, Nana's toast. <laughs> but going back to, like, kids, I, when, so when I'm with a child, I never know what to ask them. I'm like, how old are you? What's I talk your, to them like a dog. I'm like, what's your name? I'm like, what's that you got there? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to talk to, like, children that are 12 and under. But then there's people that it comes so natural with. Like, they're like, can't wait for a play date with my, like, four-year-old niece. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Please tell me. I because- think it's different with your own family. But, like, when I'm, like, when a child is around, I'm just like, I don't know what to say to them. No, I never know how to do And they're it. just like, they don't care. Like, they actually don't want to talk to you. Well, I think now, too, they're always on their, like, iPad, iPads yeah. or something like that. I mean. I think they're entertaining themselves at this point, but I also think they're socially becoming very awkward. Oh, okay. So we have, I think I've cracked the code, me and my co-teachers, like about why kids are so bad in school now. So we were talking like, we don't think they know how to handle conflict because 
when they're at school or when they're at home, they're just like playing video games, watching TV, like on their phones. So nothing ever comes up. Like no conflict ever comes up that they have to learn how to resolve. But when they're at school, they don't have any of those things and they're around like their peers. So when conflict arises, they're just like reacting however their body tells them to react. Like they, they're not learning these things at home where we were like going outside and playing with friends and like learning how to handle conflict and like how to talk to people when we go out in public. That makes a lot of sense. I was like, oh my God. Well, same with their communication skills. They don't have any. Like, like we tell when I'm like, okay, we're working in a group. It's like three people. They're all friends. And they're just like, crickets yeah, they like, won't speak they like, don't i just want to be back in my room by myself and just right when it's like in. yeah it was painful and we had to do group work in school but no like, one liked that no one liked and it all and the I teachers in montour i swear to god they they know what they're doing they put you with total opposite yeah like we're gonna Ooh. put these four people together because they've never spoken right. in class together so i get it that it's like painful but i'm also like what are we gonna do stare at each other like i remember being in middle school, high school, and being like, well, we're not just going to sit here and stare at each other. Like, I'll start the conversation. Because we were even talking about that generation and how are they going to adult? They have no motivation. Like, their work ethic, when I'm at work with people that are 23, I'm like, can you, what is wrong? You guys are okay. Their work ethic is trash. Yeah. Don't you feel? Yes, I literally work with them every day. Is your, like, coach? They're very, I would say, and I think a lot of this has to do with COVID, they are very um, learned helplessness. So they'll wait there. They won't do any, like, if I'm like, okay, get started on this, like, warm-up or this practice, they will just sit there until you come up and you're, like, prompting them to get started. Like, it's very, like, oh, if I don't do anything, she'll come to me and help me. Yeah. That makes me scared for society as a whole. Right. Like, it's completely going to change. But I also, th- I do see the perks of them. Like, I do see different aspects of them where they are. Yeah, I think they're just, ways. like, very, like, I don't give a fuck kind of energy. And, like, they're more way more accepting than, like, the society we grew up in. All right, guys, we're going to discuss kind of what you guys hate about adulting. You want to start? Yeah. Um Constantly having to make appointments, constantly having to pay bills, feeling behind on everything. Always. Always. Like I all, and it's like, by the time you're in the, you're like, okay, cool. Like everything's taken care of. It's like, oh, it's the first of the month again. Like time to do it all again. I need to make a dentist appointment. I need to go, like, there's always appointments I need to make or things I need to do to my car. Oh my God. I just had to get all new tires on my car. Cringe. All new tires. Like a thousand dollars. It's fine. Everything's Just half fine. my paycheck at this point. I liked making dinner every night. Like, why do I have to feed myself oh my God. every day? On top of that, laundry. Like, laundry. It it's never, never ends. ends. It, it never, never ends. ends. And I'm like, I just, so I wore these, like, I sweat. I went to the gym in these leggings, and now I have to wash them again? Right. I no. just took them out of the washing machine. Nothing's more satisfying than my laundry bin being completely empty. Yeah, for, and like, then 36 I, minutes. Literally. And I hate putting laundry away. I don't mind doing laundry. Right, right. But putting it away is a whole it's different thing. It's so demand. hard. It takes me a whole, like, week to put it away. To mentally prepare to put it away. But then by that time, I have to do a whole do other a whole, set. That's what I mean. My and then laundry, it's going to be filled again for a week because yeah. I don't want to put it away. My laundry basket is never empty. <laughs> Ever. I hate laundry. And making dinner, though, too. 
Making dinner is annoying too because why am I? Why did this take me an hour and a half to well, make and fifteen minutes to eat? Well, and I'm always tired anyway, so it's not like I want to put the right. effort in. Because sometimes I really do want to cook like interesting meals. No, and, I do. It's but like I'm always fun, too tired. But yeah, on a school so night, so I'm just doing the basic bare minimum. Of I'm vegetable, like, oh, I'll I mean, do. A, oh, I'll, sometimes I'm like, I'll do a bowl of cereal. <laughs> Checks out. Give me some raisin bread. Oh, what's your favorite cereal? This is going to be, like, not, like, a top pick, but Cinnamon Life. Oh, is it, like, Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Nope. It's, like, checks, checks with cinnamon on them. You know what I mean? Ooh, I'll have to try it. Do you have it in here at your house? I might. I also love a Cocoa Rice Krispies. That sounds good. If I'm feeling fancy. Guys. You can't go wrong with Frosted Flakes or CTC either. No, and I love banana in my cereal. You probably like raisin bran crunch. No, you is probably my like those. What's that one cereal? It's like so dense. No, it's just like I actually boring. really like raisin bran, but the crunch one. They have like little crunch. Oh, clusters. have you heard this? The special K like yogurt strawberry crunch. Yes, that something like that. So good. That that, that slaps. Yeah, that slaps, and that also checks out for you. All right, let's see what else. Um, feeling stuck and not knowing what to do or where to live. I think that's a big one in your 20s, too. Well, yeah, and I can kind of go into that, like, now. With adulting, I think the hardest thing I've just done with adulting, guys, is I just lived my best life, 23 to 29, I would say. I lived in Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. I lived in L.A., San Francisco, and then D.C. You did exactly what you were supposed to do in your 20s. So, guys, I lived in the best cities that I could ever pretty much choose. I had amazing times. I met amazing people and I had to make a very big adulting decision. And I, you know, I was spending so much money on rent and just like partying and going out with friends. And I chose to move back home. Yeah. Like I had to make the tough. Well, you made a career change too. Um, well, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like it was the last thing I wanted to do was move back to Pittsburgh, but I just knew it was right for yeah, me that's what you at this do. moment in my life, you know, because I, my goal was to make a career change no matter what and getting this job, I had to sacrifice that. So I had to move back in. I moved back in with my grandma and my dad because basically, you know, like I don't pay rent and now I have a company car. So now I don't have to pay for a car payment. Yeah. So it was really hard because I think in society that kind of is looked at as regressing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's and kind of a what perception. Said, like, having to be like on all the time and like just like not fitting in society's like bubbles and, and what they like, think this is where you're is supposed to be 30. at this age and what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Someone said that. Well, yeah. Moving back to Pittsburgh, like people saw me like one time I was out with um, somebody and someone came up to me and was like, Oh, Lexi, you were one of the ones that like got out. And I was like, that doesn't feel good. You know? Because it, it really, I would feel so good if someone said that. Well, nobody's saying like, "Why are you back?" You know. So oh. it, it was hard because it was a really difficult decision for me because I knew in a lot of people's eyes, it, but it's all perception and judgment, right. Right? right? But I had to know within myself that I wasn't regressing. It was a financial move on my end that would be saving me. I mean, fifty thousand yeah. dollars in one year, and like catapulting you to your next phase in life. Yeah, so it was doing two benefits. Like, I'm saving almost 50000 yeah. doing what I'm doing, and then changing my career, advancing in life. Yeah. So it was really hard because as an adult, you feel like you should be somewhere at 30, and I'm kind of doing it 
the opposite way and I'm moving back in home. And it's like, oh, you're 30. Like the standard for our parents was like, you're married. You have kids like by 30. And like, especially in Pittsburgh, I feel like people are like, oh, what? You're single? Like, what's you wrong kids, with you? You're not married. You're yeah, crazy. Like, what's going on? Well, yeah, because my grandma basically, she's so concerned. She's like, I really hope you find someone soon. Like, I pray for you every day Stop. in church and I light candles for you. And I'm like, Grandma, it's like different now. Like, it's okay. No, like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, because when I was at the Harris Lantation, no one cares anymore. Right, because she was like, no, you're doing the smartest thing that you could do. She's like, if I could go back in time, I would have lived at home longer. Like, it's yeah. best case scenario, you know? But in people's eyes, like the problem what was happening is when people heard I was a travel nurse, it was like, wow, what a great job. You make so much money. That's so She's good. traveling the world. You get to travel the world. But it, in reality, in hindsight, like people aren't seeing that it's one lonely. It's mm-hmm. exhausting. Your assignments are really hard. You are traveling. Expensive. Very expensive. And every three months you're up and moving. There's no consistency. And you're just packing up your bags, moving somewhere every three months. Yeah. So having to make new friends. Yeah. And, you know, gaining that trust in your work, you know, environment. So it was really hard because the perception of what my life was prior to this was just this amazing thing. Yeah. Everyone looked up to me like she's a child. You were almost like an enigma. Like everyone's like, she left Pittsburgh, never came back. Like she's all over the place. Yeah. She's in Cali. Oh my God. She's like the people you read about in books. Right. But I was miserable. Like I was, I was depressed in my career and I wasn't happy. So I was spending all my money on going out drinking, buying clothes, going to support, like, all these small little things to like have temporary highs in my life because I was depressed. Yeah. So I wasn't even saving money. Yeah. So I, that was a really big part of my adulting that I feel like was something that I had to really shift into. It's yeah. I mean, it's hard. Like I think at 27, I was like, I kind of had that, like, what am I doing? Like, I feel like a loser. I'm single. Like, I have a job and I'm like, you know, I don't really, I'm not living on my own. You know, I just like felt like I was, I was behind and like dating people that like weren't up to my standard. And I was just like, what am I doing? But I was so concerned about like what people were thinking. Perceiving you as. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like when my, when I, when I'm a nurse, being a nurse, all my patients will be like the first questions. Are you married? Do you have kids? Well, it's like, the same way with teachers. I'm like, like, that is not what my life is surrounded yeah. by trying to create. Like, there's other parts of my life that I'm right. advancing in that I care about and are priority to me. That isn't right. a priority. Like, if it comes in my life, I'm very grateful and I love making connection, but I'm not just so focused on that. No, that's like the last thing I'm worried about right now. Um, another one was like having to watch your parents get older. Oh, which, which is, is like really sad. Literally my biggest fear. Like, ugh, I think about it every day. Like watching them get older and like one day they're not going to be here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, so watching everyone around you get older is kind of, I think. It's so hard. Cause I, I don't know. Like I saw my parents as like these invincible beings, like yeah. almost like celebrities. How you're like, there's no way they're, they can like die. Like, you know, they will obviously die one day, but I'm like, no way. Like, that can't happen. And then it's like, that will happen. Yeah, because one, one time I saw my grandpa fall, and it was the hardest thing 
to see because, you know, like you, I looked at him as that masculine figure that just was invincible and just like watching him fall just killed me inside. Yeah. Like seeing them, like having to help them, like seeing them weak is like so hard. Yeah. I, it, and especially a man, I don't know why, but it, I don't know. It, yeah. it made me like almost cry right in front of him because it just killed me to see that his pride just totally taken from him. Yeah. I like the one that was on your days off. You have to, to do chores. So you never get a day off. Yeah. Literally. I always no feel days like off. that. I, cause now that I work like a nine to five job versus three days a week, I feel like my weekends are grocery shopping, laundry, doing dishes, like just running errands. Yeah. I have to go get cat food tomorrow morning. Like, I just want to enjoy them. <laughs> and then when you are enjoying them, you feel guilty. Right. You're like, oh, I have all these things to do. I can't, yeah. can't get like really fun tonight. Yeah. Like I feel bad going to brunch because I have like a million other things I could be doing. That's why I think we need to switch to the four day work week. Oh, 100%. Um, someone said not having time for a relationship, but society puts you on, puts pressure on you to settle down. How, did you agree with that? Um, I think the relate, like once you find someone you it's, I would agree that it's hard to find someone you want to spend time with. Like if we're talking about a romantic relationship, like I'm not giving up my time to like spend time with this person that I don't really like see much with. I think that's extremely hard. What? Finding someone that you want to spend your time with. I know. With. That's what I mean. But, like, like, once I do find someone I want to spend my time with, I don't have a problem, like, making time for them. But I will say, like, friendships are so hard to keep up with when you get older. I agree. I think friendships in adulthood are a lot of work. And, like, that, and like now I'm, like, did that offend that? Like if I do something or don't do something, I'm like, is that offending them? Or like, you know, it's just like finding time. Everyone is on such different schedules. Like it's so hard to find one night where we can go grab dinner for like two hours. Yeah. I, I, and I also, it's like, Oh, I can do Tuesday and Wednesday, but they can only do Thursday and Friday. And this person can do Monday and Wednesday. Like, it's so hard to get everyone on the same page. It literally takes like a month of planning. But I do think the beautiful thing about adulthood when friendships is you do realize who your true friends are. Yeah. I think that you gain more insight on yeah. who really is there for you and isn't like a party friend who isn't just, you yeah. know, there for a good time or, you know, just there to occupy space. I think you really see who's down for you and who's texting you for, you know what I mean? Right. I think your friendships become more important and solidified, but yeah. it does get lonelier because of that. I think Yeah. your circle gets a lot smaller, Yeah. which I'm totally okay with. Me too. It's like, but like going home, I'm like, I feel like I have no time. Like I want to, well, I just want to lay by myself sometimes. Right. Like that's the problem is my time off. I do want to just spend by myself and kind of recharge my social battery. Right. And like, but even when I go home to Pittsburgh, I'm like stressed because you're trying right. to I'm like, I want to spend time with my mom. I want to see like Jules and Kristen and I want to see you. And like, I have to record and like, I literally like last time I went home, my parents were like, oh, so you're just like parking here for the weekend. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I feel so bad. Cause I'm like, you know, I want to spend time with my parents. Like, but I am glad I have summers off so I can like go home for a week That's a or huge two blessing. and like actually hang out with my parents and like not feel bad what I did like about saying kind of that in people is losing trust in humanity 
because I do think kind of you see the realness and rawness. Yeah. And I think you're a lot more naive when you're younger. Like someone did say, yeah, like, like, I just think you're so much more naive and you just like, you think everyone's good. And ignorance you just, is so blessed. That's like one thing I learned. I'm like, I don't want to know shit. Yeah. Like ever, like you're just so, you. I just miss feeling like safe and like waking up in the morning and ha- like already like, Oh, I have to go to like cheer practice or like volleyball. And like, this is my schedule for the day. And my parents are like running my life. Like, I felt like when we were... Like, you didn't have to plan shit. No, they we just were, like, told 13. You to be. Like, I was like, I can't wait to be an adult. And now I'm like, oh, my God, I would get anything to just be a fucking kid again. Do you know what I always tell people? Going on vacation and not having to worry about anything. All those dinners paid for. All the dinners every night. And, like, we would go on vacations with, like, 40 people. And they were, like, our family friends. And I just, like, you know, growing up... We don't, we stopped doing that when I turned like 18 and it's so sad. Like that was my fit. Like life was just so fun. Not that it's not fun now, but like we were so innocent and just like we were kids. I want the innocence and I just want the innocence of being a child. Like, yeah. Going I kind outside of- every night and like playing with your neighbors or like playing with your siblings or having your friends. Like me, Sarah, Laney, and Megan Goodman would go out and like make up cheer dances in our backyard oh, yeah me and, Frank, then, like, me and frankie Solomek would do freaky friday yeah performances. like we literally have pictures of us like in our cheer like doing cheer doing dances i was gonna say something about being innocent i don't remember but what i was going to say is i totally always say this benjamin button is one of my favorite movies and i really do wish that we aged like that like I wish backwards. St- it would make so much more sense. Yeah, like I wish we started old, so then when we start getting younger, we appreciate yeah. the youthfulness because then yeah. then we will do all the things. Like when you're older, when people go on vacation and wait to retire, this is something I never understood. Like, why would you wait to go on vacation when you retire? Because you can't. You, you walk the beach and you're ready for a nap. So yeah. it's like if you're Benjamin Button, you know, like you you take you don't take for granted having a healthy body that can do everything it can yeah. do. And then you appreciate the simplicity of youthfulness. Yeah. So I always said, I wish we aged like Benjamin Button because I just think it would be a better way of life and appreciating things. Like I never understood why we go younger to older because it's kind of once we, once we have wisdom, it's too late to almost appreciate yeah. the things that we had when we were younger. It's just, it's also like I see my students and I'm like, I just, you know, like I try to give them advice, but I know they're like, whatever. And I'm they're like, not listening no, to it. I know, but like, but I get it. Like, that's how we were. We're like, oh, you don't understand me. And I'm like, no, please. Like, if you learn anything, like, just be a kid. Like, because they're, they look older than me. No, because I was talking to my um, cousin and like, I remember at 16 thinking my world was going to end because of a heartbreak. Yeah. You know who was so, what teacher was, like, so amazing about, like, relating to kids? I remember, like, Mrs. Dines. She was, like, I never had her. Oh, she was I mean, I think so I had her good. one time, but I didn't really talk to her. I like Mr. Schaefer. That was, like. My- yeah. Mr. Flaherty was so good, too. But Mrs. Dines was, like, in high school. And I remember we were reading something. And she was, like, talking about, like, you know. I know your parents think you might be like dramatic or whatever when you're, when you lose your first love, but that's like the most genuine love you'll ever have. Like, 
just like talking to us about she was like under she it felt like she like understood us yeah she could empathize like yeah. what you were feeling but also giving you advice at the same yeah, time like she's like you know that's like pivotal like make sure you feel those feelings stuff like that but I think that also is what kind of stinks about it is those people when you start to have just the innocence of love when you're younger and yeah. you like kind of give your whole oh, self you. and you're yeah. vulnerable I think that you start to harden in your uh, more restrictive of yourself you're not as vulnerable you're not as open yeah and you just become a different version in love and I don't know I just look at love in such a different way at 30 like it's just not the same as it was when I was 16 you know you're just so yeah. giddy I think it's like a protective like mechanism like oh my gosh my walls are yeah high as shit high as shit growing up like I was never really good at growing up like every time I had to go to a new school like middle elementary school to middle school middle school to high school high school to college I would call Sarah Householder on the phone and bawl my eyes out I'm like I don't want to do it like my like I had Peter Pan syndrome like I did not want to grow up I would bawl my eyes out I like hated school like I remember like hating to go to school really yes my mom would have to scream at me like get up what did you hate about it I don't know I just, like, literally hated... I remember high school was really hard for me. Yeah. I just did not ever want to go. I didn't love it, but I was like, what, what am I going to do here at home? Yeah, I think I just hated conforming. Like, I hated being forced to learn subjects I didn't really necessarily care about. Yeah. If that makes sense. You were, sense. like, so much smarter than people thought you were, too. Thanks, Lib. You were. It Like, I remember you coming in, like on <laughs> what fucking class was that what what fucking, it was like me vanessa ryan sokol were like all in this class i remember literally studying with vanessa and ryan sokol like nights and nights and nights for this math class and you would come in late to class every day you never did your homework and then we'd have test day and like <laughs> you'd get like a 98 percent. i'm like are you fucking kidding well me? i remember mrs DeRose was low-key pissed She's no like, yeah she was like, well, no, no. you are not a good example because she <laughs> yeah. wanted people to do their homework. She's like, no, it's a way to get an A is so you do your homework. Right. And I was like, like, no. One plus one equals sock. Like, you need to do your homework. I remember I never went to a physics class in college and I I taught myself physics like one night. That's fucking insane. And I passed the class. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, I think I only got a B, Physics but, is, oh. but I'm saying like. I'm like, oh, a C is passing <laughs> for physics. Physics was, they say like physics was one of the hardest um, classes at Montour. I didn't take physics in high school. Me neither. I only took CHS bio because I didn't want to take a CHS, but all my teachers like made me go into honors classes. And I was like, I don't want to fucking do the work. Like, stop making me do it. But like, that would have been good. You were probably just bored in all your classes. That's why you didn't like it. I was very bored. Yeah. Is there any other things... Um, just like having responsibilities. I fucking hate having responsibilities. <laughs> like I used to always say, hey, no one right. asked me if I wanted to do this. Like right. my parents, were I'm like, like why did hey, you Lex, do, do you want to do adulting? Because it's gonna fucking suck. No, and you know what we said? They don't prepare us. Like no, no one's parents are like, hey, this shit's about to blow. This shit's about to fuck your shit up. Like taxes, You'll never have be fun. the same again. Look at your paycheck. Have fun. Yeah. Like, um, someone said loneliness. I think we like touched on that. Just like 
when I, you get I older. do think you do. Cause I mean, I think at this age too, for instance, me, like I'm living at home. A lot of my friends all live in different States. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what someone said. Pulling apart from people because life is pulling you in different directions. Like that also sucks. Like, I still love this person, but like, we're just not in the same place right now. And like, we can't, this just isn't our season. Like, and it was, I want you to eat. Just, you can't eat at my table, at my right, table now. right now. Like, it's hard. Well, I, I mean, it was very difficult for me to decide to leave Florida and not live with Morgan and Anna anymore. I mean, that was like, I knew our friendships would be affected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you live with someone versus not living with them, oh, it's it a, changes yeah. your friendship. You're just not as close. And, yeah. And that was a really hard thing to realize. Like, damn, I'm not going to wake up to my friends every day anymore. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. You will not, like, please, if you're listening to this and you're in college, you will never, ever have a time where you are living in the same place with all of your friends, like, walking distance. I miss so much, oh, like, waking yes. up. In your dorms. Waking up the, like, Sunday morning, Saturday morning, and, like, looking your makeup is still on your face you roll out of bed you go to your friend's house you go to eastway grab an omelet and you just talk about the night and like uh, and those fucking oh, games. oh my god Even the fucking pregame any i would do anything to just like wake up and lay one in more a night bed. it can't stay yeah like lay in a bed with all my friends the next morning and just like talk and giggle about like everything that happened the night before like College is an experience where I think you should be single. I think you should just Oh, yeah. Be with I look back and I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, being in any type of relationship. So, to like all that. the young girls listening, like, high school, college, just have fun. Don't have take relationships fun. too seriously. My mom said this, and I wish I would have listened to her. She said, don't have a boyfriend until you're 25. Nothing good comes out of it. It's true. It's so true. Like, I look back, and there is, like, not one ha- man that happened before 25 that I feel was right for me. No. I mean, I will say, like, chug it up to, like, learning experience. But, like, they all are great learning experiences. All great. That's where you get all your trauma. Like, <laughs> no. All your scars. Right. Like, just enjoy yourself. Enjoy being a girl. Enjoy being, like, single. Enjoy, like, being young. And, like, you will not. It's College is literally a utopia. Like, you have this card. I had $50 have, in my bank account. You have and this I was card rich. that you just swipe and you uh, get whatever you want to meal eat. Meal plans you were the best. Groceries. Like, you are living in this, like, crazy bubble. A bubble. You just walk everywhere. You, like, gotta go to this Nothing's class. Nothing's real. Nothing is real. <laughs> Nothing is real. Everything is somehow, like, free. Your debt is non-existent. No. It's like, you don't even see it until you... Until you graduate. I don't know. I don't know if y'all did this or you did this, but I would lie to my grandpa. and be like, Papa, I got to get this biology book like today. Oh, no. So he would be like, yeah. all right, I put money in your bank account. Listen, I got that book used. I like. I didn't it. get that book. Listen, well, yeah, I'm being generous here. Okay. I'm like, I, you know, I'm not trying to teach horrible habits, but yeah. I probably didn't get the book. I would get a bottle of Burnett's pink lemonade. <laughs> For nine ninety nine. For $9.99, and then me and Anna would haul our ass to yeah. fucking Wet Seal or Body Central. No, what was that one in that outfit? one mall? Charlotte Ruse in that one mall in yes. Ohio? Yes, and Body no, Central. I, we were a friend. I'm not going to out her on here, but she would sign up for an extra class, drop the class, and then they would like she would get a check for the class. 
I mean, she didn't realize she would later have to pay it off in loans, but she had like a good thousand dollars for the semester. That's fucking genius. Why didn't I fucking think of that? I know. Because my college debt right now, like, shout out to all you guys that are pay, paid it off, but like my, it's just, it's just there. Forever. Is it even real? Like, that's how no, none I, of it's fucking yeah. real. That's why I hate money and none of it's fucking real. Like, that's what I, that's my motto in my head at this point. I'm like, nothing's real. The world's going to end in seven years and I won't have to worry about it. That's how I look at all my debt. I have, guys, I have $4,000 in, t- in camera tickets in D.C. $4,000. Like I literally just pretend it's not here. And then they send me something and they're like, hey, you might get a boot on your car or yeah, I got it might too. come be out of your taxes. I'm like, well, I don't live in D.C. And now I have I, a new car yeah. and a new license plate. So I do need to pay it off because I do live in D.C. Well, yours is way low. Mine's 4K. I really thought mine. I don't know how the fuck you got 4K, Lux. Well, so guys, there's a lot of cameras in D.C. So if you're ever driving in D.C., be very aware of the speed limit because there's little cameras everywhere and they get you. And if you don't, my tickets were being sent to a different address because I was travel nursing. So I was. How many were there, though? Like 12. And they would double. Because they weren't being yeah. sent to oh my, my real address. address. I'm going to try to call and, like, work some magic. But. You don't call. You have to, like, send messages. Which You're, They I'm don't have a you. number. I called, and they said you have to send the messages online. About what? To try to go against it. It's all bullshit. Adulting is up, fucking I bullshit. I literally looked up TikToks on, like, how to get out of speeding camera tickets. Well, think about what our therapy is, like, as adults. Like, we, me and you will go to Sephora and black out and spend $200 <laughs> because we fucking just hate adulting. Like, guys. You, that's why therapy is online shopping. Yes. I'm like, oh, I, oh, I'm going, like, through this crisis because I spend too much money. Let me just spend more and get a cute outfit. I'm like, I'm Patrick like, talking about the new bronzer. Yeah. And there's my therapy. I'm like. Might as well look good while I'm like, like poor. That's why I'm like, hey, you want to do a girls trip? I'm really know, trying like, to get blacked yeah. out for. We're a like, weekend. we're due for a girls trip. Could not afford it, but I'm still gonna do it. We are gonna do it. Yeah, I'm due for a girls we, trip. I we have to. I just need to giggle, giggle, giggle. All right, guys. So I think that's pretty much it on our adulting podcast. I hope we help you, like, let it out a little. And you're not alone and not knowing what the fuck to do in this world of yeah, adulting. Yeah, no, no one knows what's going on here. But we wish you all luck in this game. I hope this brought you clarity that, like, you are <laughs> – no, I'm, like, for real. Like, I hope everyone knows you're not alone, and we need to talk about this more. Bring more awareness to adulting. <laughs> For real, bring more awareness to adulting. You are not alone in this battle. If you need help with adulting, you call one eight hundred. If you are struggling with adulting, play that in the arms of the angel song. It's like if you are strugg- if you are someone you love are struggling. No, don't play it. I think it's a copyright infringement. <laughs> but it's like you get the picture. You know, like you're not alone. Yeah, we're all just getting by by a. a Small piece of thread. I can't think of any, like, saying. Like, what's the saying that's, like, getting by by the seat of your pants, right? <laughs> like, during that past... Libby's quoting bumper stickers at I this point. Like, I was trying to think of one, like, three minutes ago during that long pause, and I was like, whatever. I give up. <laughs> there was a quote that I saw on Layla. This can be ours. Layla just posted a meme, and it was like, you know, sometimes crackheads give really good advice, and the crackhead basically said... You know, sometimes you just got to wake up in the morning and then they were waiting for the rest of the <laughs> 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 <laughs>
That's so why they're hard for a crackhead. They're like, great. Here my, we go again. Well, my grandpa's always like, you know, my feet touched the floor this morning. I know it's going to be a good day. So, you know what, guys? Oh. If you woke up in the morning you and your woke feet up touched the ground, morning, you're off to a good fucking you're start. You're off to a good start, you know? All right, shitheads. We will see you soon. Talk to you soon. Leave us, leave us some reviews because that is how people see our podcast. So if you would love to shed some love. Yeah, like. Just don't give us one, one fucking star. Like. Don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. It's all love like Selena and Haley are doing. Uh, yeah. Uh, guys, Libby <laughs> would just like to correct herself right. on a quote real we quick. Got, we got confirmation from our engineer. <laughs> That this is the quote. I the quote I thought I finally managed to put together in my head is actually getting by the skin of my teeth. And the other one I was thinking of was flying by the seat of my pants. She is dyslexic, so please give yeah, her some wait, credit. I do have like a handicap. I have time and a half to figure it out. So Alright, shitheads, peace out. Peace.